My name is Kevin. Welcome to my podcast. Obviously, it's, it's like my podcast from like the name. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. No. <clears throat> okay. Today's question is very simple. How do I deal with rejection? Hmm. To answer this question, allow me to give you a backstory. Now, the month is February of 2015 early morning on this particular day nearing to valentine's it was chilly the birds were swinging from tree to tree singing their melodious songs we were about to have a physics class now if you remember very well i was in this very very neat high school which is a mixed high school at around this period at that time i don't know what happens these days but at that time there was always an implicit kind of awareness that bro yo it's valentine's you need to ask someone out and just ask them to be your valentine. It's not even out. It was so interesting. Let me just explain. It was like, you go ask someone to be your valentine. And, and that's it. That's sort of like, hooray. There's nothing that happens beyond that. And then we like, you know, just walk together around, hold hands. I buy you flowers, a chocolate. You go show off to your friends. I go tell my boys you're my valentine. And that's it. You know, that, that was exciting. Now, it might have been a self-inflicted pressure, but it was there. Back to this physics lab. The girl I liked we'll call her Jemima for <laughs> discretion purposes. So I was like, I have to really tell this girl somehow. I just have to make her aware that you're Jemima. The first time I saw you, the first time I said your name, Jemima, I knew you're the one, right? <laughs> so we get into this physics lab and I remember me and my friend or me and my best friend, we used to like sitting at the front. We used to be that serious. So I decided, yo, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me break the news to my boy. And my boy looks at me and is like, oh, for real, man, bro, you have to tell her. And that was so intentional for me to tell him because I knew he would prompt me to tell her. Damn, wisdom. Now, it's obvious I was scared. And maybe to give you that context, I was this shy kid who was very tiny, who had a bald head because we used to like, I used to shave thoroughly courtesy of my parents in the school rules i used to give thoroughly i had an unbelievable baby face my voice was breaking like 2015 i was in form two i think it was a very awkward time for me in terms of growing up right so my friend is like um jemima uh could you come over i want uh kevin wants to tell you something and so jemima looks at us and i remember looking at her big brown eyes and she looks and she kind of implies with her hands, what? You know, less stuff here. And, you know, she, you could even see in her face, she was a bit disinterested. Like, okay, what's up, man? Um, at that moment, I knew we had effed up. <laughs> but regardless, my, my, my boy was like persistent. No, no, come, come. Don't worry, come, come. And she rises up from her stool. You know, physics lab, like the stools, which are always like long and then kunaka desk. It used to be really cool. So she rises up from that and she had pants on and her hips were like, gosh. And um, she walks almost in slow motion, but I know that was in my head. The more she just nears, the more I could smell her perfume. She stands, her hands folded, one of her hip out, you know, see if she's resting on the left one. So the right one is like bulging, right? And she's like, okay, what's up? So my guy is like shamelessly. He goes, hey, hey yo. So you'll never believe this. Um, Kevin here likes you. 
So I've told this be- story before, but I've never narrated it. And it almost took like five seconds before she replied. And she looked at me, looked at me very deeply into my eyes, and then sized me up again, almost like in slow motion. And I don't know, do I smile? Do I just um, stare at her? Do I do I pretend like I'm playing games? Do I say, <laughs> April Fools? Although April Lily, Ateja Fig. <laughs> and she stares at me. And then she says, yuck. <sighs> she just said, yuck. And without a look or a glance, she left. Now, obviously, with my boy there, we laughed about it. We are like, <laughs> promise of my yak. And I laughed about it because I was like, yeah, obviously, she just doesn't want to say because everyone is looking. And, you know, it was so dramatic that everyone had the yak part and they knew boy child has been rejected. And it hit me so hard because I had never been such, through such an ordeal. Like, that's an ordeal in itself. I had just been rejected and I had never gone through it in such a conspicuous explicit way this one was clear like yuck first of all that means you wasted my time calling me here you are way below my league that means you are disgusting i cannot even think of you as my valentine it hurt i laughed about it but it hurt remember i'd been um eyeing this person for like what three three weeks two weeks so yeah um Physics ended and my whole day ended as such. It was early morning. I felt like I didn't want to do anything. I couldn't even walk <laughs> in class anymore. Fast forward years later, honestly, rejection has been like, you know, one of those things that, yeah, it's normal. Like it happens. Like it has been something that I'm almost used to or something that I expect whenever I am making a pitch or I'm asking someone out or something. I look back at this experience and I realize the reason why it hurt so badly is because to some very tiny extent, I expected something from her. I didn't expect anything negative. And even though it would be negative, it would be a sweet negative. Again, like I said, people reject you in very many ways. Like they can tell you, listen, "Ah, it's not the right time. You know, I have this other person that I'm eyeing. That's a sweet negative that tells you, listen, you're not bad yourself. Like, honestly, you're amazing, but the timing is what it is. You know, it's like they say, (laughs) girls, if you're a dude, don't think you're the only one just talking to, bro. Kuna rotation, right? (laughs) So it's not just not your turn now. And so, that's a sweet negative. This was a negative negative. And I, and I realized the reason why it hurt me so badly, obviously because I felt, I don't know, I just felt really, I felt insulted. I felt unworthy. I, I started questioning everything about myself and especially my appearance. But more than that, it was just that to some extent I expected a positive or a sweet negative. I expected her to smile, you know, tell me, oh, so cute. Listen, I'm going to be Valentine. Something <laughs> expected a response from her that would kind of affirm or align with my crush on her. That makes sense. So that's one thing to note. And so it's something that I had to swallow to cure from four. I remember I, I me narrating that I uh, that scenario of, uh, to her. And she barely remembered it. And I realized she might have acted out of impulse. She might have acted because she was also very nervous and didn't know what to say and what to do. 
And uh, you know, she was also at that awkward phase of her time where she was growing and every boy seemed to be liking her. And so don't worry, we did not become enemies. We, we, we actually ended up as very, very, very good friends. Rejection is like an, a roadblock. <laughs> Especially now that we have COVID and the places that are restricted to go. Rejection is like a roadblock. And that's what I've come to realize. It's like, you know, when you're driving, like many drivers are very competent. They almost never think when they drive. It's like they're on autopilot. Okay, drive for a while, you get used to it. You make a music, your mind is thinking about other things and you just you know you know where the steering wheel is where the gear is where the pedals are at because you are it's like now into your subconscious like you're on autopilot until you meet a roadblock you can imagine all kuna travel and then uhuru may announce kuna kuna some restrictions some areas and then 1 p.m now go a road at 12 p.m and then you particularly want to set up the roadblock it shocks you back to reality <laughs> that's how rejection is it's like you are swaying you've you know, you have all these ideas. I'm going to tell her today. I'm going to make sure I use these words. And I, and I know I will convince them. And I know I'll be so sweet that they will not say no. And then you're hit with that rejection. And then it's like a roadblock. And then it hits you back to reality. Now you start thinking, okay, what other ways can I go? Or did I make a mistake making this journey, you know? Or who do I call to bail me out from this? How do I hunger this policeman? <laughs> that's how rejection is. And that's partly because how we grew up was in such a way that we were told, you are amazing. You are the best. You deserve everything. You are special. The truth is we are not special in any way. You are not special than the other person is. It's just that other people will prefer you to this person. Other people will prefer this person to you. You, you do not deserve the world until you prove that you do. That's a nugget that you can always have at the back of your head. You need to prove that. Of course, the world is probably a theater to showcase your efforts, but you don't deserve anything until you prove that you do. Unless, again, it's the love of God. The love of God is given to us whether we are <laughs> sinners or not, whether we are good people or bad people. That's a discussion for another day. At this particular time, I realized that indeed rejection is like a roadblock. Prior to this moment, I never even questioned anything about my being. Maybe to some extent where you're just shy or nervous, but it was not like a, an explicit questioning of like, oh my goodness, am I, am I like ugly? Like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, why, why would she say yeah? Like, I'd rather even appreciate a no. Why would they go to the extent of saying yuck? You know what I'm saying? So it's it was that roadblock that just made me question everything about my being. And that was, again, probably the beginning of another journey of like self-love and self-identity and whatnot. And like I said, partly is because we have grown up with this idea that, you know, you're special, you know, you deserve everything. And that's probably where this conversation begins. The idea that you know, first of all, rejection will always be there in life. I'm sure by the time you're listening to this and you're probably my age, you've gone through that. Me, I've been rejected by people like now, you know, most straightforward like she did. And it's that uh, place of like, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's very good. Thank you. Tunambiongo these days, like when you're trying to ask for something, the worst people can say is no. That's rejection. And that's a very good idea to have that you know anytime people can say no and that's okay, right? That's okay. So the first point of discussion is the is the awareness that whenever you are trying to seek something, especially we're talking about, you know, we, we, we have been discussing dating. So when you're trying to seek someone as a romantic partner, do it with a clear 
heart or with a heart that really just wants to offload this kind of information to you but it does not expect any quid pro quo from you it's not a matter of like all right so i like you obviously bro you must also be having some feelings for no approach someone with no expectation at all so that when it's a yes it's not a surprise when it's a no it's not a surprise. In fact, when it's a yes, it will be more of a surprise than it's a no. If it's a no, it will be like, yeah, sure. You know, I had, that's okay. You don't even have to tell me. You don't even have to answer now. You can answer later. So that's a, a really important point. Approach with no expectation, right? And then have it in mind that your rejection is like, it's like a, a roadblock away. <laughs> <laughs> or rejection is like is like just a foot away as long as you're seeking something as long as you're trying to 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 get someone to do something or to try and seek someone or something the rejection will always be there but then after we're rejected then what next i always love to use this analogy that i read from a book and it says when someone does something mean to you you actually get hurt not because they did that mean thing to you but because of the way you responded to how they were mean to you now more of this information you can find at my blog i wrote about this at minermind.wordpress.com i'd really advise that you go there and read the articles there they're really helpful but yeah that's part of it like people don't hurt us like when someone calls you a, a goat <laughs> you can think it in two ways either i am like the greatest of all time or i'm actually ambuzi right like you have that option that's a very good example like you have that option to look at it as you know the greatest of all time or ambozi now it's the same thing with anything else if anyone insults you if anyone rejects you you have two options you can either think positively about that rejection or negatively about that rejection you have control over your emotion it's not the fact that they rejected you that you feel like you are hurt is how you responded to how they rejected you or the rejection how you respond to the rejection is what really hurts you because again remember for me i would have laughed it off and said you know is i there are like plenty of <laughs> of jemimas here that i can hit on and you know she's probably taken or something but then instead i i i, I blamed it on myself i looked at it as you know i'm really bad uh i'm worthless i probably have nothing else to offer i had a choice of saying listen Maybe she's even the one who's way off my league or, you know, she's the unlucky one here. But then I ended up thinking I'm the unlucky one. Like I am worthless. I am not wanted. So I had the choice to respond positively or negatively. That's the first point, which is very controversial because it calls, hey man, it's, it calls up to us to be very, very, very self-aware. You know, when you are very self-aware, when even the tiniest of things cannot trigger you very easily it's a point of you react after thinking twice about it so you're responsible for how you react your responsibility again more on that on the article on my blog at minormind.wordpress.com always know that you are in control regardless of how dicey the situation seems <laughs> regardless of how ugly man that rejection has been know that you are in control the other point that I would give is probably think about um, rejection differently. Like I said, we have been, we have grown up with this um, kind of um, idea that for as long as you're rejected, it means you're not worthy. 
you know, remember they told you you're special, you deserve the world. Meaning if the world somehow <laughs> rejects you, then you are nothing. But we need to look at rejection differently. Remember, I told you after I told Jemima that I did like her, uh, after she said, yeah, I can years on, like when you are in our senior year and I was telling her, listen, you remember that time where you like say the arc when I told you I liked you, man? And she's like, I, I did. Oh my goodness, I'm really sorry. I, I honestly cannot remember. I'm really sorry. I, I don't know. I think at that time I was really in my own zone. I was going through a lot of stress. I was just confused. I was nervous as well. You see, I never in any way thought that she was going through her own turmoil within. If only we thought of rejection differently and stopped thinking of it from a point of entitlement and think of rejection from a point of empathy. When someone, think of the last time you rejected someone. It could be, if you're a mean person, then you probably rejected someone to make them feel bad. But most of the times that I remember that I have seemingly rejected someone, it's from, honestly, it's from a point of a genuine feel that, first of all, either I'm not ready, I'm a mess that I need to fix myself first before I get into any commitment, or, you know, I know that this person, they're better off without me because of whatever I am going through, right? It's it's a point of like, listen, I let you down. I'd rather not get into this now than you know, commit and then let you down because I know the point you are at with your heart is not probably where I am at with mine in regards to you. You get. So every time I think about it that way and I'm always like, remember the last time you rejected someone? It was from a genuine place of like, I don't want to hurt you in the long run. I don't want to get into this, promise you superficially that I'll be there and, you know, we'll do this together and we'll go together only to make you go through pain. I'd rather get that off your chest from the beginning or off your hands from the beginning than get you into it and then leave you there at a worst state that you are at right now. So try to always think of rejection from a point of empathy. And this will trickle down to a very important point. Let's say we're not even talking about dating. Let's say you go somewhere and you're looking for a job and you go there, they tell you, listen, <clears throat> How we wanted to, we were thinking about this and you did not qualify. So we're going to let you go or we're going to pick this instead of you. If you always think of rejection from a point of empathy, then it tells you that, listen, for the betterment of this company, let them not pick me because it either means, first of all, I'm overqualified, which is very unlikely. <laughs> okay, but it could be. Or it means that I'm not ready yet to be in that position. All right. I'm not ready yet to be in that position. And what does it mean if you're not ready yet? It only is fair that the company will choose people who are equipped completely than you are if indeed you are less equipped than them. You get my point? So if you're thinking of it from a point of empathy, that means that you will go back, you will not be crunching and hating yourself and eating yourself up. You'll actually sit back and realize, okay, where do I need to improve so that when the next opportunity comes, I seize it. Someone once told me that luck is when opportunity meets preparation. You get my point? So every day of your life, you're always improving yourself. You're always working on yourself. And think about it that way. You're always working on yourself. You're always improving yourself. When you meet this significant other or this partner, there will be no reason for them to reject you. Because for as long as you are at the same level with them, and standard is very key in any relationship, for as much as you're in the same standard with them, 
then it will be a very easy place for them to say yes because you are actually there and people will say you're lucky but then you'll be like bro luck is only when opportunity means meets preparation it means you prepared yourself you worked on yourself you were able to be in a position where you could say listen and this guy you know me you have seen my work you see how i work on myself um you feel my vibe remember those key things that we talked about in episode 1 and, and 2 you know my vibe you know my standards you know how i roll and you do the same so let's get into this whatever we are getting into is the same thing with everything right whether you rejected rejected at work whether you you had an opportunity to audition and they got and rejected you don't sit back and say listen i'm not perfect um i'm i'm not worthy i'll even stop <laughs> pursuing my career in acting or in any other but no go back home start pre- take rejection positively and start saying listen i'll work on myself because this is a show that my time is not yet like i'm not ready yet and that's okay because i can ready myself knowing that for as long as i'm alive movies will always be made in this world <laughs> that's not the one movie in fact 10 years to come you look back at that movie and say man i'm glad that i'm in this movie now that is feature 10 years to come because it's paying me much more than that one could ever do so prepare because you know for as long as i'm alive more auditions will be coming up and they need to meet get me prepared then people will say that you're lucky and they'll only tell them luck is when great opportunity meets preparation which now will give you this controversial idea that if i had started with you'd have looked at me like what are you talking about but it only tells you embrace rejection right after we know that listen rejection is always going to be there after we know that we are responsible for how we react after we know that you know you are indeed not special you are just like any other person after you know that you have to look at rejection with empathy it only calls for you to embrace it to always be ready for rejection to always look at opportunity uh, opportunities when rejection comes an opportunity to improve yourself an opportunity to work on yourself better an opportunity to know exactly where you need to improve on yourself right so embrace rejection because again if you're trying to get into a relationship with someone who rejected you and they indeed rejected you it could be that yo i'm glad that they did because i wouldn't want to have gone into something that will result into someone worse than i am remember your partner needs to be an additive for as long as they are taking from you and not giving then that is not safe So if you can realize that from the onset and say it's good they rejected me because I don't know where I was getting myself into and that's just a sign from the universe that I need not to be in that relationship or a relationship with that person. I feel like my my point is like so home. So yeah, I mean look at rejection differently, rewind this and listen to it as much as you need to. Whenever you you are about to reject someone and you don't know how to explain it to them, you might as well send them this episode to tell them, "Listen, bro, it's from this point of view that i'm operating at don't think about it any other differently and you as well the rejecter is <laughs> such a word if you're rejecting someone do it from a genuine point of reason and love right reject someone with a genuine reason because people are very vulnerable and for as much we'll te- as much as we'll tell people you know um have a hard head you know have a hard heart you know let it get to you it does get to us sometimes and it's okay for it to get to us and for us to process that emotion and feeling and get rid of it or get done with it but we also need to take responsibility and let people know that rejecting you is normal 
and sometimes I know we shy away from rejecting people because we again have been taught how to, you know, uh, that you don't need to, you don't have to reject people that it's not right to reject people that you are a darling when you say yes and a bitch when you say no <laughs> you know that's what they teach us it's not true Re- saying no could be actually the boldest thing that we need to be ingrained in our mind you know sometimes you'd rather say no to something and then think about it and come say yes than say yes to something and then realize you should have said no which it tends to be very hard after you said yes to say no so learn to embrace rejection from all points of views whether you're being rejected or you're the rejecter it gets so much easier to deal with this beautiful thing called rejection it's not an animal it's a beautiful thing and i know it sounds weird but that's the only way that we can start looking at it differently That's it from this episode. I hope that you have really gotten the nuggets. Um, damn, I, I'm so happy to share that with you. I hope it will change your point of view. Please share this with someone who might be going through, I mean, stuff. Share it as much as you can so that they may know and they may gain a new perspective. That's always the idea of the podcast, to give you a new perspective. I hope this was beautiful to you i'm thanking you guys for the support um if you didn't know that the the podcast is streaming on spotify so if you are into that kind of thing you can check it out you can follow us there and binge listen as much as you want to thank you for 5109 streams last time i checked that's where we were at bro we're just in season two episode three and i am bewildered i am honestly grateful because you have supported this podcast for us man it's, it's amazing it's humbling we are only quarter quarter um we are at the quarter of the year and you know 5.1k streams is awesome so thank you for supporting the podcast i've been loving the feedback that i've been receiving from you guys and i appreciate i do not take it for granted thank you for the reposts on your stories thank you for the, the the messages the dms it means a lot to me i hope this podcast can be can be the instrument that it deserves to be to help you guys if you have ideas on how i can make it better always let me know what you want to listen because you are the one listening so how do you want it to sound what people do you want me to bring on that would be amazing and i'm hoping even with these times the lockdowns and everything i'll still be able to produce content that will uplift you and serve you fully remember share the podcast as much as you can with your friends you can repost you can um tell someone to listen you know the way you just mentioned yo to listen to umsik and to kevin where 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 it's his podcast obviously because of the name <laughs> okay <clears throat> i still feel that kind of joke but yeah share as much as you can repost on your story and tag me at my mind and kevin's underscore pod those are the two pages that i manage uh in regards to the podcast right and thank you so much you can check out my other works on my blog and my youtube channel um i thank you and um i hope that you are blessed so take care of yourself meet here next week same time um be safe